0: Welcome to the show about your kid's secret life, an inside peek at what today's kids are really doing online and with technology. Each week, you'll hear the latest trends and get tips to keep them safe while keeping your sanity. So here are your hosts, cybersecurity experts, best-selling authors, and parents of four teens, Lisa and Chris Good.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the show that lets you see behind the curtain of what today's kids are doing with technology. I'm Lisa Good, your host. So let's kick off today's show talking about kids and pranks. Now, my kids know that I'm the like most gullible person in the world to pull a prank on. Like my youngest daughter likes carrying a rubber snake into my office and coming up behind my chair and saying, hey mom, look what I've got. And like seriously, it sends me into hysterics and she gets me every time. But when it's all said and done, I laugh about it. You know, I remember being a kid and pulling pranks, and I'm sure most of you listening did. And, if you're like my husband, some of you probably have never grown out of it and still do pull pranks. So, why are we talking about pranks today? Well, for kids today, pranks usually involve videoing said prank and posting it online. In fact, most of the pranks that kids do today are for the sole purpose of filming and uploading to social media To try to get them to go viral and get more likes and followers. So here are a few pranks that have made the news lately. Now the first one is out of New York City where a 23 year old TikTok star named Josh Popkin dumped a tub filled with milk and cereal in a subway car filled with people. It even got on some of the people on the train. Now, I don't think that would be funny even in the pre-coronavirus times, but it's definitely not funny now. And one of the things that comes to my mind is, just think if one of the people on the train who he spilled that on would have lashed out and hit him. You know, he'd be calling the police, suing, and I'm going to be really honest, if he'd have dumped that on me, I would have been hard pressed not to want to knock some sense into that kid or see him arrested. And... I kind of feel like at the very least he should have had been made to clean up the mess or pay to have the employees that had to clean it up. There are also lots of videos of kids walking around in stores coughing on produce or just walking close to other shoppers and coughing on them or just coughing in general without putting their mouth into their elbow or at the very least even covering their mouth. So again, why are we talking about this? Well, it's just a great reminder for us as parents to A, know who your kids are watching and following on TikTok. While you may think that your kids would never do such a thing, you'd be surprised at what good kids will do after they've been watching this sort of stuff on social media. And B, it gives us real stories and topics to talk about with our kids that they probably already know about and you don't unless you're on TikTok and you're checking in every day. And here's the thing, if your kids on TikTok, they most likely have seen the fruity pebbles on the subway video, or they know about it. But they may not know that the city of New York is looking to press charges against him. Even if the city doesn't press charges, this kid who's 23 years old is gonna have to get a job of some sort sometime in the next 30 years. And when you search out his name, Wow, you should see all the news articles and serious backlash that comes up with it. You know, we talk a lot about kids on the show, but I wanna tell you that this sort of thing isn't just relegated to kids. I know a smart business owner whose wife has gotten caught up in this trap of making videos to get more likes and followers. And some of the videos are so controversial and so bad that some people I know personally have privately said they will never do business with this company again. And they're spreading the word to their group of friends and family. It's really sad to me because this individual doesn't even realize that his wife is costing him business and she's damaging his reputation just for the sake of making TikTok videos. Now, I know that in today's world, there seems to be a never-ending number of things to monitor. Instagram, TikTok, meet me, and the list goes on and on. But one area that parents don't give much thought to until they hear something their kids are listening to is music. With all the different ways kids can get and listen to music, it's easy to see why, Music has been a difficult one for many parents. Well, I've got some good news for you if your kids are using the Spotify Kids app. The Spotify Kids app, which was first launched last October, is making it a little easier for you to keep track of what your kids are listening to. They've rolled out some new features that will allow you you to access your kids' listening histories. You can now see what your kids have been listening to, And you can also block content that you don't want them to have access to, like those songs that are chock full of vulgar language. And if you have multiple kids, you can access the history for each of them as well as blocking inappropriate tracks with just the push of a button. In addition to parents now having control over explicit content, Spotify has its own policy around hate and conduct that they use to deliver content to all users. Their website says Spotify does not permit content whose principal purpose is to incite hatred or violence against people because of their race, religion, disability, gender identity, or sexual orientation. As we've done before, we will remove content that violates that standard. We're not talking about offensive, explicit, or vulgar content. We're talking about hate speech. You'll find that Spotify is now moderating songs before you ever get to the parental controls. Now, here's the issue I have with this. I haven't seen any examples of songs that they consider hate speech, but I have seen plenty of songs that I would consider hate speech, yet they're still alive and well on Spotify, even on Spotify Kids. So, I wouldn't get too comfortable and rely on Spotify to filter out the inappropriate content for you. It'd be a good idea to go through the grown-up section on the app and put some filters in place. Summer is here, and with things opening up and kids starting to get back together to hang out, I'd like to remind everyone that this would be a great time to talk to your kids about drugs. Even if you think that your kids would never touch illegal drugs, you should be proactive, and here's why. A teenager had back surgery last year. This February, he was still in pain and didn't want to bother his parents or ask them to take him to the doctor with the COVID-19 pandemic going on. So instead, he turned to a friend that was known to everyone as the feel-good guy. So basically, he was the kid that got drugs for everyone, whether they were illegal drugs like ecstasy or legal drugs like Vicodin or Percocet. All this young man wanted to do was be able to sleep without paying, so he bought some Percocet from his friend. He took one and then was playing some video games while waiting it for, for it to, you know, kick in, and the next thing his parents knew, he collapsed and stopped breathing. No heartbeat, no pulse, nothing. The father started CPR while the mother called 911. It took two doses of Narcan to bring him back to life after almost 15 minutes. Narcan is something that first responders carry at all times and is used to reverse the symptoms of an opioid overdose. Normally it saves the victim's life. Basically it blocks the opioid receptors in the brain. So a person who goes unresponsive due to an overdose will usually wake up within two to three minutes of receiving a dose of Narcan. This teenager had to have Two doses and it took 15 minutes to reverse the symptoms. They actually didn't think he was gonna make it. Now this team thought he was taking a Percocet, a prescription drug. What he really took was fentanyl. Fentanyl is a synthetic opioid that is 50 times more potent than heroin and a hundred times more powerful than morphine. See he wasn't trying to kill himself. He was trying to avoid a trip to the doctor in a panicked, coronavirus-filled world. His mom says this, We're a good family. We make decent money. We live in a nice area of town. You know, it's not like my kid is hooked on meth or heroin. You know, he took a pill he thought was Percocet to fall asleep that he got from a buddy, and it almost killed him. Now, this young man is happy to be alive, but he's in therapy because of the extreme guilt he feels and and the emotional damage this has done to him. So the reality is, kids have no idea what they're taking. Even when they trust their friend, that friend probably doesn't know that whatever drug he bought online, probably from the dark web, isn't what it says it is, that it's laced with some cheap, deadly drug. I encourage you to sit down with your kids, even your 13-year-olds, and have a conversation about taking any type of pills, even from trusted friends this summer. While we're on the topic of summer, I'd like to throw out two websites that if you have a little extra cash would be a worthy investment, not just for your kids, but for the entire family. You know, it's something that your kids could do besides online gaming, TikTok videos, and endless Instagram selfies. So the first one is Big Think Edge. While it's described and marketed as career improvement and business world learning from the world's big thinkers, it would easily captivate and hold a tween or teen's attention. Many of the experts are famous people that range from ex-presidents, NBA stars, NFL players, and famous business people from Richard Branson, Bill Gates, and Sarah Blakely, the founder of Spanx. And then they also have actors, Navy SEALs, There's just this massive amount of people teaching that are all experts. There are over 150 experts with 200 videos, and they're releasing three new videos each week. So just a few of the topics are health and wellness, problem solving, self-motivation and creativity. The cost is $5 a month or $50 a year, and the website is BigThinkEdge.com. Now, the second one is Masterclass. Now, this one is similar to Big Think Edge, but it has all celebrity experts teaching. Their website says, learn anytime, anywhere at your own pace. Watch thousands of lessons from the best as they share their stories, skills, shortcuts, failures, and successes. An example of one of the course categories is culinary arts, basically cooking. One of the expert teachers is none other than Gordon Ramsay. So in case you aren't familiar, this may ring a bell, Hell's Kitchen. So he has several courses and there are other famous chefs. So one of my daughters is an aspiring chef. I mean, she cooks a lot. So she absolutely loves this, but there are lots of other courses. They range from business, politics, writing, film and TV, sports and music. Um, Some of the teachers include Steve Martin, where he's teaching about comedy. Penn and Teller teach about magic. Um, There's Usher teaching about music. R.L. Stein about writing. Serena Williams, not just about tennis, but basically about success. Ron Howard on producing movies and how to direct. Samuel L. Jackson on acting and Reba McIntyre on writing songs and success. And the list just keeps going. Now, this one is $15 a month and it's billed annually. So it's $180 for the year. Now, again, the website is masterclass.com. I just wanna say out the gate that I'm not paid to tell you about these. I don't get an affiliate kickback or anything else. I'm just one mom who wants to pass on to others great things that kids and families can do that don't involve games and social media and that build our kids knowledge and challenge them to grow as individuals. You know, there's nothing wrong with social media and being online playing games, but I think as parents, we should help infuse other things into our kids that aren't just games and social media. So I hope you'll check these two out. Stay tuned for our next topic.
0: Wouldn't it be great to stay up to date without being overwhelmed? It's possible and easy. Just sign up for our free cyber alert emails. We take the guesswork out of knowing what's going on with kids and technology. We provide the essentials that parents, grandparents, and adults working with children should know in today's digital world. Just visit yourkidssecretlife.com forward slash radio and sign up today.
1: Welcome back! So, a new report was released this week that showed, in 2019, U.S. citizens, including your kids, had their data stolen at least four times that year. That means that once a quarter, your information was stolen and probably put up for sale on the dark web. But, in reality, it's probably higher than that because this report? is based on only the publicly reported data breaches. So any company that had a breach and didn't report it, like maybe your eye doctor or the local chiropractor, that's above and beyond the four breaches in this report. Now I just wanna say, I don't know any eye doctors or chiropractors that have had a breach in our area. I'm just throwing that out there as an example. Now the top three places that your data was swiped from were number one, social media. That would have been my first guess and it doesn't come as a surprise to me at all. Number two is tech apps, such as WhatsApp and other apps you and your kids download on your phone and tablets. And then number three is retail websites like Walmart, Target, Pier One, basically anywhere that you shop online. So we talked a few weeks ago about how important not using the same password is for multiple sites. This just really makes it even more important that not only you as an adult are using good practices, but that you're teaching your kids about using good online practices, and here's why. Most of the breaches that occurred were done on the back end, which means that there is nothing that you could have personally done to prevent them. They fall directly on the feet of the company. However, if you were following good online security practices, like not using the same password for multiple sites, then your risk is lower to what cyber criminals will have access to. I know that most of you aren't looking on the look out for data breaches unless you're a tech nerd like me. So I'd like to give you a list of the data breaches that have happened so far this year that may impact you or your family members. I haven't listed every single breach, just the ones that most people may be involved in. So January, there's Landry's. It's the restaurant chain that has the aquarium, the rainforest cafe, Morton steakhouse, and others. Peekaboo moments an app where parents post pictures and videos of their kids, and Hannah Anderson. It's a popular kid's clothing that's online. Then we go into February. There was Estee Lauder, Fifth Third Bank, MGM Resorts, Photo Squared app, and Slick Wraps. Now, if you have teens, they may have heard or used Slick Wraps. It's basically customizable wraps for their gadgets, like their iPhone, their iPods, their Androids. Then we roll into March. There was Walgreens. Now, in the case of Walgreens, it was only their app. It was not their main website. Carnival Cruise Lines, J.Crew, T-Mobile, Whisper, which is the anonymous secret sharing app that a lot of kids are playing with, Truefire, which is an online guitar lesson site, and, of course, Marriott. Then, in April, the number one one was Keyring, which is a digital wallet app. On this one, I want to give you some details because I've heard teens and young adults say that digital wallets are the way of the future, that they will replace the need to carry any type of physical wallet or credit cards. In this case, the customer data of 14 million users was accessible and taken. The data included names, full credit card details, including the three-digit code, also known as the CVV number, email addresses, birth date, your address, membership ID numbers, retail club and loyalty card memberships, government IDs, gift cards, medical insurance cards, medical marijuana IDs, for those in the states that have that, IP addresses and encrypted passwords. All of that data was accessible and was stolen. Now, while I know that credit card companies themselves can and several have had data stolen, at least it would only be one of your credit cards. Not every single credit card that you owned, plus just about every other piece of private information about you. I mean, these people, their identity is basically gone. They'll have to worry the rest of their life about who has their identity, who's using their identity. It's, it's just crazy. So if you're using a digital wallet or your kids are, This may be a good time to reevaluate how you use that and what you have in there. Okay, so there were some other April breaches and they were Zoom. Again, we talked about this one and we mentioned that you should change your password if you're using Zoom. Quid, which is an online marketplace for trading stickers, cards, toys, and collectibles. We know a lot of kids that use that. Nintendo. For Nintendo, this one didn't breach all users. Nintendo says that only about 160,000 of its users were affected. However, I would still encourage you to change your password on your account if you have a Nintendo. And so far in May, we have GoDaddy. If you have a website or a GoDaddy account, You probably received an email like I did and they made you change your password. They say that all that happened is the people were able to access your email address and your password. None of your other information was supposedly taken. In GoDaddy's case, they didn't even wait for you to reset your password, they reset it for you. And I go back to this is where not using the same password across multiple sites comes in handy because I don't have to think about, ugh, what other sites did I use that password for? If you have kids, this one probably will make an impact for you. Roblox. Yep. You heard that right. Roblox. A hacker bribed a Roblox employee to give them access to the backend customer support panel of the online game. This let the hacker look at personal information on over 100 million active monthly users the hacker was able to see and get the user's email addresses as well as change their passwords, remove two-factor auth, also known as two-step verification, from the accounts. They were able to ban users as well as sell their items. Roblox caters to a large audience of minors, you know, your kids, so there's no telling what the hackers are gonna do with the information they took. If you have kids that play Roblox and you haven't heard from the company, you should immediately change their password and make sure that any security settings you have in place are still there, like two-step verification. That's a lot of data stolen and we aren't even halfway through the year yet. Here are a few quick tips. Number one, secure your devices, especially your phone that you carry around with you everywhere and make sure your kids is secure. Number two, turn off the fingerprint phone unlock feature. Number three, be very careful of apps you install and what permission you give them to the rest of the data on your phone and make sure your kids do the same thing. Number 4, make sure your passwords are strong on your phone and on your other devices. Number 5, using public Wi-Fi is a big no-no. Don't do it. More people get hacked at Starbucks and public Wi-Fi at the airport than any place else. Number 6, Set up two factor auth or two step verification on everything you can. I know it's a pain, but you'll thank me in the end. Number seven, delete old accounts that you don't use. Again, as I've said, not only should you be doing these things, but your kids should be as well. Let's switch gears and talk about some pop culture. Dun dun dun. Twice a year for the last 19 years, The Piper Sandler company has done a survey called Taking Stock with Teens. Hmm, that sounds interesting, doesn't it? So basically to ask them questions about their spending and shopping, their brand preferences, like do they like Gucci or do they like Louis Vuitton? Fashion, technology, and media preferences. It's one of the data surveys that companies use when creating marketing geared towards your teens. It also gives you a sneak peek into what teens really like and what's important to them, not the canned answers that they give you that line up with what you wanna hear. We gotta remember, kids are smarter than we give them credit for, and they're very perceptive of our biases. So here are the top celebrities your kids are following in order of the most popular. Kevin Hart, LeBron James, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Billy Eilish, Eilish, I always say her name wrong. And Ariana Grande. Here are the top influencers the kids are following. David Dobrik, LeBron James, Kylie Jenner, Donald Trump, now that was a surprising surprising to me, and Charlie D. Amello. What you may want to do is take some time and check out these top pop culture icons that are having a profound and sometimes quiet, sneaky influence on your kids and their friends. The survey said that 78% of female teens use online influencers as a source of discovery for beauty brands and trends. On its face, that doesn't sound too bad considering that most of these influencers don't use the products they're promoting. They're just hawking products to make money. For example, kylie jenner part of the kardashian clan she gets paid a minimum of one million dollars per sponsored post on her instagram account every time she does a an, an ad which is a sponsored post she gets a million bucks she could care less if the product she's pushing like a re- recent meal replacement shake that was found to be high in mercury and contain high levels of lead is bad for your teen Something you may want to do is go check out some of the influencers that your kids are following. Go to their YouTube and Instagram accounts on your own. Spend a little time looking at their posts and videos. That should give you some great conversation material during meals or when driving in the car. Not everything that these folks post is bad. For some of them, even the controversial ones, they have some really good points about topics that your kids and their friends know about and are talking about, even if you're not in on the conversation. This is one more way to connect with your kids in the world that they live in. Now the technology and social media part of the survey was interesting to me. For the first time, Netflix is their go-to choice for daily content instead of YouTube. Now it's not by much. 33% said Netflix and 31% said YouTube. But it's just the fact that Netflix is number one is interesting to me. Then there's the rank of what social media platforms they use most. Here are the top three in the percentages. Instagram was number one with 85%. Snapchat was number two with 82%. And TikTok has moved to number three for the first time ever with 62%. I'm Now pretty sure TikTok has moved to that position because of the coronavirus and stay-at-home orders. What will be interesting to see is if it stays there once kids head back to school and life goes back to some semblance of normal. And while we're on the topic of TikTok, last year they settled a lawsuit with the Federal Trade Commission by agreeing to change their policies to better protect the information of minors, your kids, who use the platform. While it doesn't surprise me one bit, they have failed to comply with the FTC settlement. They are still mining your kids' data and invading their privacy, all without your consent. The FTC has opened another lawsuit, and TikTok is also being investigated by Congress as national security concerns have been raised. It's been banned by several countries already, and the TSA, the Pentagon, and U.S. military members are not permitted to have it on their work mobile phones. We'll see where this ends up. Now, the other stat that in the survey that was interesting was that 85% of teens said they own an iPhone, and 88% of teens expect an iPhone to be their next phone. Which will make monitoring your kids' social media a bit more challenging since Apple doesn't give third parties access to their platform like Android does. Now here's some more pop culture. Trending memes that your kids know that you may not, but you should. Have you heard your teen refer to one of their friends as a Karen? Or have they called you a Karen, even though that's not your name? If they have, it wasn't a compliment. The Karen meme has been around for a while and has been used to refer to a middle-aged, upper or middle-class woman who's frequently upset with, well, just about everything. A Karen is someone who's always asking to speak with the manager or ruin someone's day over an imagined offense. A note here, the person pointing the finger and calling out, you're a Karen, is the one who's deciding that the person is in the wrong. During the pandemic, the use of Karen has been expanded to refer to someone as entitled, an idiot, a reckless monster, or pretty much anyone who disagrees with your viewpoint, whatever that may be. It has, unfortunately, also been used in a racial context. It's a cruel term, and it's used to shut down the other person. It's becoming a common slang term that teens are casually passing around. And if they aren't careful, it can and will come back to haunt them, especially on social media where things can be taken out of context quickly. You may wanna ask your teens or tweens if they've heard of the Karen memes. If they haven't, be sure that you explain to them what it is and why it's not appropriate to use, cause they're gonna go Google it if they haven't heard of it. If they have heard of it, ask them to explain it to you before you tell them you know what it means. Then take a deep breath, smile, And just have a heart-to-heart with your kids. Now, I know that parenting in today's digital world is challenging and difficult, but remember, with a little help, you can do this. Have a great week, and I'll talk to you next week.
0: Thanks for listening to Your Kid's Secret Life with Lisa and Chris Good. To submit your questions, sign up for our free cyber alert emails, or for information on today's show, please go to yourkidssecretlife.com forward slash radio. You can also
1: connect with us on Facebook at Your Kid's Secret Life.